0: Welcome to another episode of the Bonfires of Social Enterprise. This is Rami, and we've got some good stuff for you today. Jay Rayford of Social Sushi catches us up on all the changes in his social enterprise. He and his bigger team of four have been the champions of proving out your product through pop-ups. You will hear how they really built a large following before even opening their restaurant. And after our interview, Social Sushi went on to win $150,000 towards their restaurant because the community was so inspired. And as usual, we'll have a great song and Detroit artists for you to close out the show. We have a really great fun fuel for you today. Super interesting. Our fun fuel today is from Natalie Hazen. What do you have for us, Natalie. This is Natalie Hazen, and I am bringing you the fun fuel for this episode. When you think of a street food vendor, you would normally think of hot dogs, tacos, and pizza, most certainly not of sushi. But in Tokyo, before 1923, sushi was exclusively a street food. What made the vendors come in from the streets, you ask? Well, there was an earthquake in 1923, and the devastation from the quake destroyed so much of Tokyo that real estate prices dropped, allowing sushi chefs to afford brick and mortar restaurants. So, next time when you're enjoying your sushi indoors, think of its humble beginnings of street vending edible art. I hope you enjoyed this fun fuel. Now, on to the episode. Okay, can I just say that was super interesting? Wow, so good. It's amazing how sometimes dark circumstances can cause great, I don't know, creations to come forth good ingenuity. So let's float on that note into my interview with Jay. Now, we were sitting in a busy little cafe and the background music might be a little louder than usual, so (laughs) lean on in here for my interview with Jay.
1: So, uh, super excited to be back with you again. Um, So yeah, so so Sushi now at this point has, uh, we have our building. Uh, on Livernoise and Seven Mile, um, in a dynamic area that's full of um, uh, homes from two, three bedroom homes all the way up to mansions, uh, all within the less than a mile radius uh, around where we're gonna open. Um, and it's beautiful also because I live like a few blocks behind <laughs> the building as well. So it's super exciting to be a part of the community in both ways, of um, course, from a commercial perspective and residential. Um, but uh, we've been doing house parties uh, in the community as well, so it's a way for us to uh, one, bring neighbors together that maybe haven't come together before, um, and uh, f- also for um, folks that live kind of like uh, like downtown or other areas that always like, I wanna find out about these awesome communities in Detroit, um, I hear about these neighborhoods, but I've never had a chance to really explore them. It's an opportunity for them to come together too. And oh, by the way, this sushi is great, like, oh my God, where, where are you guys located? Oh, actually, around the corner, we'll be locating around the corner. Um, so it's been, been an exciting journey to uh, I finally get to a spot where we we have a, a great building. Um, the guys, the folks that own the building, are amazing people. Um, they show up to all our events and things like that as well. Um, so it's exciting to have that energy. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we're hopefully uh, going to be open around. August time frame um, 2017. of 2017, yeah. um, and, and we're pushing for that. Uh, definitely want to get open this year, even if I have to open it a little bit later to just make sure everything is right. But uh, this year is definitely it for us.
0: Okay. That's awesome. So, so for the people that might have um, listened to your first one in season one, Um, You were helping some kids look at the model of a shipping container. um, What happened with the kids working on the shipping container, and how did you transition into this particular place?
1: So, yeah, so the project with the shipping containers, um, uh, we were supposed to do a um, uh, open to build and design uh, shipping containers that uh, that are created, uh, built and designed by college and high school students, and we are going to put it in a city park and our, our rent was going to help maintain the park. Uh, so that was the idea that we, that we presented to the city to try to figure out if we can make that happen. But fortunately, it you know, kind of fell through uh, for that particular project. Um, uh, so we end up uh, moving on and do, start doing uh, more pop-ups and things like that. Uh, but the student project is still going on. Uh, so they're gonna be doing a project on the West Riverfront, uh, or possibly in the, even in the DeQuindre kind of DeQuindre Cut area. Um, so uh, so it's exciting uh, for the, the students are still able to uh, get that off the ground. Um, it's gonna be an amazing project. They're using more shipping containers, I believe. Um, and a lot of the students are getting college credit for being involved with the project. Um, and it's, it's exciting for, for the students and everyone involved with it um, so yeah so um, so during that time where we were kind of like uh, you know in limbo trying to figure out what's happening with that project um, uh, we applied for Motor City Match and uh, we're able to find a building uh, and Motor City Match is a, is a program that pairs building owners with business owners and uh, provides some, some uh, technical assistance and also um, you know some providers some loan providers are at the table as well so um, yeah we found a good position to be in, in, a, in a great up-and-coming community um, I think we're going to be Calling it Uptown pretty soon. And uh, <laughs> so it's between um, uh, uh, Avenue of Fashion um, and also another project that's happening on Livernois Six Mile with a lot of uh, development, community development happening there with uh, University of Detroit and Mary Grove uh, being more uh, engaged in the community and uh, developing together. Yeah.
0: Uh, you're such a catalyst. I've noticed about that since we met some years ago. You get people all fired up and off and spinning and on to the next thing. Like, Let's uh, talk about pop-ups for a minute. Pop-ups are one of my favorite ways to demonstrate that clients want to buy your, your product. But in my mind, you've taken it to a whole new level because you pop up everywhere and you've been popping up for a long time and you've built not just a fan base of repeating customers, but you've gotten in front of a lot of people, and I feel like you've mastered the pop-up, and I'd love to um, get anything you want to say about what you've learned about pop-ups, because I feel it's so beneficial to social entrepreneurs, well, any entrepreneurs.
1: Absolutely. Kind of what I like like to refer to our pop-ups is uh, our minimal viable product, our MVP. Um, So it's, it's a way for us to test out, like, is this really what people want? Um, and it's been amazing because we've been able to um, deliver a sustainable product, you know, uh, a simple product. I mean, we don't do anything really extravagant with, with our sushi right now. Um, it's this really basic Cali roll, you know, uh, Philly roll. Uh, we have two kind of like classics that we've created at this point. It's called, uh, one is called the What Up Dough Roll. that has a mm-hmm. uh, better made barbecue chips where a company, a, a chip company that's kind of uh, known here in Detroit and Made in Detroit, as well as uh, Rock and Ride Eel sauce. Um, so Rock and Ride is a part of the Fago brand, which is also a Detroit brand. So um, we, we try to do some creative things to kind of like show this Detroit, Detroitness of our yeah. sushi, right? So Detroit sushi brand is kind of a term that we've been using lately. Um, but with the pop-ups, um, again, it's it's a way to. Um, one bring people together but also um, from the viewpoint of where the places we pop up in so it's always been about how do we create exposure for other places while we're also you know um, building our brand and things like that so we're always looking for win-win-win situations um, so uh, whether it's at a bar and like you know um Uh, We're bringing food to their establishment um, and bringing customers that maybe haven't been to that bar before um, and they're able to make the money on the bar. We make our money on the food and our customers and their customers are happy from this experience. So it's a win-win-win situation um, in just about everything that we do. And um, I think that's been the, the, not even the secret sauce, but um, a a sauce that I feel like really works well. because. when you're able to create value for other people, um, it, that takes the relationship to a whole other level. So. Yeah, let's,
0: let's talk about maybe the relationships, um, especially, I'd love to hear feedback from when you've been at a place and you brought on business, and how you continue to foster those relationships with not just, I guess, potential vendors or potential locations, but um, you also foster the relationships between um, some of the customers too, right? Absolutely.
1: Um, so yeah, so uh, with the with the building owners, I mean, it's been everything from like I said, local bars to uh, art galleries to um, um, nonprofits doing fundraisers and things of that nature. Um, so, uh, like I said, the awareness for those spaces always continue. Um, so even beyond what we do, you know, in our with our pop-up or our relationship with them, it's always figuring out ways that we can plug them into other opportunities as well. Or folks are just like, hey, I'm looking for a space to do an event. Like, you do events all over the place. Like, can you connect me to some folks? Like, absolutely. Um, and because of that relationship that we have um, with, the, with the spaces, sometimes we're able to, um, you know, see some amazing things happen that are independent of us. Um, but that's part of the magic, I think, of building the community Around what we do, um, um, yeah, um, and even with the the folks that come together. So when we first started, the whole concept was around. Um, The problem that we were hoping to solve is that there's some amazing people doing amazing things in their own circles all around the city and so we what we what uh, my goal was just to pluck some people out from all these different circles and bring them together Um, and so I think uh, naturally now we have just a really diverse uh, group that comes together and um, you know when those people uh, converge and meet I mean it's whatever happens right um, at that point and I try to do it in a way that that's not it's not programmed. It's it's like, yeah. hey, come together, and next thing you know, there are folks talking and, and asking what type of sushi they have, and that sparked the conversation and things like that. Um, so just really trying to bring some um, just real um, authentic, just natural. Uh, way of networking without calling it networking Uh, because a lot of people have this kind of like detachment from like networking like oh like I don't I don't like being in a space with strangers and figuring out how to like what do I start talking about but when you enter food into the equation it it changes things Mm. um so it's been it's been really great
0: yeah do you have any tips for someone else who's trying to curate that experience I mean I don't like the word curate because it sounds controlling but um you've I feel like you've got a lot of subtle tips on how you've done that like small things maybe things you put at tables or messaging that you do like i don't i don't know what they are through that out but
1: Um, I I think for me, I mean, I think I'm in a, um, kind of unique position to where, uh, I love networking, so I'm always present in a lot of different spaces, so, like, the relationship sometimes starts there, like, oh, yeah, I seen, I saw you at this place, Mm like, you know, like, oh, you're doing an event, um, and so that, that that kind of is a thing there, but, um, even with the, um, at the pop-ups that we were doing at Art Detroit, uh, we introduced a program called, um, the Social Loyalty Program, and so the whole idea behind that was, um, it was a, because I wanted to test it out, again, MVP. Um, I used the actual physical punch card, uh, which uh, the top line was what I called the selfie line. So if you come in by yourself, we can punch, give you a punch for coming in and thank you for the support. Um, and at different levels. So for example, uh, every third punch, there's some type of offer. Um, and then for the groupie one, it was kind of similar, but like maybe like the, after five people, you know, you get something, something free or something like that. Um, so we wanted to create a way to get people excited about, um, one, bringing uh, their friends together. But also, if they know some folks that maybe has this kind of, like, detachment to sushi, like, I don't know. all oh, sushi's raw. No, it's not. <laughs> come check it out. You know, um, even if you want to just come to, you know, just have a drink or come in for the, the networking piece, you can, you know. Um, so it's just... Um, um, some of some ways like that that we can incentivize kind of this social behavior um, through food
0: and being inviting you're really inviting and um, encouraging the people I feel like you speak life into people all the time like oh no, you can do it day, you know you I think um, that doesn't hurt in any way
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of times um, um, what I've always wanted to do was uh, be a be approachable um, be someone that someone wouldn't mind like hey like I got this idea. I just want to run it by you. And being open to, like, yeah, yeah. let's. I have ten minutes. Um, sure, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. And uh, being able to connect some dots um, and share some resources. Yeah. Um, because uh, the other hashtag that I use a lot is hashtag Better Together. Because yeah. I feel like um, every if we do um, with the climate of things that are happening here in Detroit, um, the the best way to go about doing it is doing it together. Yeah. Um, so sharing resources, um, you know, collaborations. Um, so for our last pop-up, we had um, a Canadian DJ there, which was awesome, uh, supporting that cross-border relationship. Um, also, uh, a young entrepreneur uh, that does T-shirts of a brand called Cool Club Clothing. Uh, so he made these shirts that said Detroit Love Sushi mm-hmm. um, for us and was sell them there at the event as well. Um, so it's like these, like, okay you're doing a t-shirt brand in what way do I I think I need t-shirts so what way can we work this together um, and expose you to our audience as well um, and vice versa because he has a younger younger audience than I have and it's just like okay Mm -hmm. maybe we can introduce them to sushi as well and make it a cool thing um, so I think we need to, um, just step back and kind of just look at, uh, networking as a way to build authentic relationships with people, uh, versus like, what can I get from this person? Yeah. It's like, who are you as a person? Uh, one of the biggest things mm-hmm. I used to ask at networking events that threw people off was like, like, Hey, how you doing? Like, what, what's your passion? And yeah. quickly they want to say what they do for work. And it's just like, wait, my passion. Wow. No one ever asked me that. Um, And so, like, you know, I think it really is boiled down to um, getting beyond uh, what someone does for a living or, you know, what can I get from this person? But, like, who are you as a human being? I just want to know about that. Um, And I think once you get to that point, you know... um, that you have support system um, that's that's long lasting and they're going to continue to share with their friends, like, hey, you have to meet this guy, you have to meet, yeah. you you know, have to go to this thing and, and get this experience, because they're really great people, so um, everything from folks that have been uh, part of, like, kind of our personal networks, but also um, it's gotten to the point now where we uh, attract people that we don't know ourselves Um, there's actually been times where I've been in a space where uh, folks would talk about social sushi and not know that it's me uh, that I'm involved and that feels so great to be able to get to that point um, because it's become bigger than us Um, and for some people, it's about the food, but other people it's about the entire experience. Yeah. Um, and if I can bring uh, every level of the person together, like whether you come because you want to network with some folks, mm-hmm. and you already ate, or you don't like sushi or things yes. like that, like you, you can still have fun in an environment where just um, people are coming together just to have fun and. Maybe, you know what, if I meet somebody, great, and we become, have, start a friendship or start a business together or just support each other, just to know um, what are the things that are happening in the city and being able to be in the know, I think, is a, is a huge thing.
0: I do, too. I feel... Have you noticed um, people feel encouraged to team up and collaborate more once they've tried it? I mean, I, I found that to be true, and I completely associate you with collaboration at all levels, from promoting Detroit in general on social media to you're willing to go and speak at all kinds of things and teach people. And um, I just wonder, I'd love to get your thoughts on what you see from your perspective. Are you noticed more Detroiters coming together from all different, because I notice different ages, different neighborhoods, backgrounds, economic. Um, some were native, some moved here. But there is, um, in my opinion, a collaborative nature I think in large part it has to do with you I really feel like you've been a major leader here um, have you I'd love to hear your thoughts about what you've noticed over like over the last four or five years
1: yeah um, yeah I think we've gotten to the point where we uh, we realize that we, we have to do the same together um, I mean that that we're better off when we're doing yeah. things together um, um, so, th- yeah, the collaboration spirit I think is alive well. will. Um, I think there's still some skeptics out there they are just like, no one wants to work together. And it's just like, um, but I think, um, I think the key is uh, figuring out ways that we, um, that we figure out that we don't have to outshine anyone or someone doesn't have to be the leader of a thing right. it's just mm-hmm. like oh we you it. have your thing and i have my thing what ways can do we intersect opportunity at? Yeah. um and i think um i think that's probably the difference now than it maybe in the past where like folks want to be kind of like oh it's my thing and you're just right. kind of a part yeah, of it so or it's just our thing together yeah. um and i think that's changing a lot more um as people see that um even from a, you know, just where the community standpoint or, um, you know, building a brand or, or trying to um, uh, attract funding or anything like that. I yeah. think, um, you know, when you have, when you bring the numbers together, okay, you have a support system, I have a support system, mm-hmm. we can bring these people together. Cause for one, they need to know each other, because especially yeah. if they're different. Um, um, but I think people are, Um, interested in the kind of the the cultural experiences that are happening in the city and Mm -hmm. uh, um, the best way to get exposed to that is bringing it all to one space and invite everyone to that one space Um, versus having a bunch of different things in other places but um, bringing it together gives people opportunity to understand what exists and then um, being able to support it independent of that one event so um, yeah I think it's a you know um, an attitude about winning together um, I think the, the term Detroit versus everybody had this negative connotation. But I think when people realize it's like it's us together being able to say, hey, this is Detroit. Um, it's not a, such a bad thing. Right. <laughs> but. Um,
0: and it's big. Yeah. So we do need ways to collaborate because Detroit is bigger than people think. Absolutely. I mean, it's really spread out. Absolutely. It's a big place. And so you need a place to all come together and whether it's an
1: educational
0: event or a sushi, but your sushi seems
1: to be at all the places. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's funny. We it's still run, run across people like, okay, I don't understand. Is there actually sushi at Social <laughs> Sushi? <laughs> so we still get that every now and then. Um, but but um, I, I think it kind of speaks to us as being, um, us not being pigeonholed to being just a food thing, but, like, yeah. we're really... Uh, um, uh, now I want to call us a community but like we're a we're a gathering place uh yeah. for communities to come together yeah. and I think that uh I, we want to continue that as we move into our own space um and so that's something that we also like our challenge to think about like how do we kind of keep that kind of excitement of like you know what our uh audience has gotten used to or us being a different bunch of different places all the time yeah. so it's a way for them to kind of get exposure everywhere um in what ways do we now start to bring that stuff in-house whether that's um you know um having monthly fundraisers for an organization and then being able to showcase what they do in our space. Uh, so doing um, you know, poetry, music, all those kind of things. Um, and, uh, but still being able to continue to do catering and maybe some, some special events off-site on days that we are closed or whatever so
0: yeah Yeah. but you've done like 150 some events right over like the last how many (laughs) years like i mean you've been at this for a while yeah absolutely
1: since since 2012 so Mm -hmm. definitely hundreds of events at this point um, uh, probably equating to over ten thousand plus people that we've been able to bring together I mean, over time. That's
0: huge. Ten thousand, mm-hmm. like you've gotten in front of about ten thousand people just by doing pop-ups. Absolutely. I mean, you've got definitely got a brand.
1: Absolutely. And um, yeah. um, the kind of the message I like to get out to folks is that the pop-up gives you an opportunity. Um, one to see if, well, folks, if this is what folks want, but also for you to build your brand so once you open, you already have a clientele versus yeah. trying to do that after you open right. and trying to figure out how you get these marketing dollars to get in front of people now at this point. Right. Um, because I think an issue has been in the past that, um, that you think that you'll just open that space and, okay, they'll support us because we're the new thing on the block, but now I think um, the best way for longevity and to sustain is to have those relationships built with the community already. Um, And that's as simple as if you recognize an area that you wanna go to, show up at the community meetings and say, hey, this is what I'm proposing to do. I would love to get community feedback and um, talk to neighbors. And, you know, um, I think the house parties have been like crazy um, awesome for us because um, to see neighbors coming together that maybe didn't know each other is awesome. Like, oh yeah, I live just three blocks down. Oh, I'm right across the street from you. I didn't know. know, We're such a bad society now with technology. Absolutely. Yeah. Oftentimes (laughs) we we go home and especially when we're living um, these social lives and a lot of things going on, like, we go home to sleep and that's about it and then right. we're out and about and so some, sometimes we forget um, to kind of interact with our neighbors and things like yeah. that um, so um, yeah I mean just finding creative ways um, to step away from um, the business uh, sometimes to be able to focus on like who are the people that I'm going to bring and how do I uh, yeah. start to be, be, build a relationship with my target market versus just saying how am I going to get a fire to them
0: yeah. yeah how do you feel that that building this audience this way minimizes the risk of someone uh, um, opening a restaurant because it's well known in the industry we work with investors all the time so they're like oh restaurants are they're risky and then how do you feel like the way you've been building up pop-ups is mitigated a lot of this risk, specific to you building up an audience
1: over For sure. Um, I, th- I think a, a big part of that is, um, the one, the experience they have uh, when it come to our pop-ups. But also, once they're a- able to um, have a, a great experience or make a great connection, now your brand is forever attached to that thing, that yeah. feeling. Um, that people have. And that's the same thing that folks try to do with, with marketing and, you know, commercials and all that kind of stuff. You're trying to evoke the feeling. Yeah. And so by doing the pop-ups and uh, being able to, you know, step away, because um, I think it's a different situation uh, because I'm fortunate enough to have, um, I'm not the chef of our business, um, although, like, if my chef isn't available, I definitely yeah. <laughs> uh, do the sushi. But um um, I'm able to go around and actually mm-hmm. talk to people and just ask them how their experience is. Like, oh wait, do you guys know each other? Like, oh, you should definitely know each other, uh-huh. um, and those type of things like that. Um, so, um, at that level, it's, it's uh, um, still that uh, touch uh, with, with, the, with the personal touch thing. Yeah. I think is, is, is unique. Um, and even when folks bring friends, it's just like, oh, this is this is the guy that owns um, so soon. She's like, oh my god, it's so great to meet you. Um, so it's like everyone want to go where you know, say everyone knows their name, the or <laughs> <where I> <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you want to go to a place, yeah. You want to go to a place Where like You know You know, you know yeah, the person That owned that place um, And so um, I feel like Doing the pop-ups are a pop ups or a love such way Of being able to do that yeah. Um, But yeah But naturally um, um, Being able to o- Open the doors And your grand opening Is not just a media Circus right. uh, It's more so like I have my support it's network real. of our real customers yeah. and like, hey, you can come check it out before we open to public and like, that attachment to it is just like, like, you know, um, it's, it's exciting. So It reminds uh, me of
0: the early stage bands and groupies when you're following mm-hmm. along and starting start in the garage right. and you know, and their core fans are still that's, there when they're like on the big stage like, we
1: were there, when, you know. So yeah, you have all those stories <laughs> for your children like, I remember, I mean, like, they started from this and being able to tell that story um, and having people a part of that journey, it makes them now become a part of that journey but also um it gives them faith that um that they can step out and do something that they always dreamed of as well it's just like i see you i see what that looks like um yeah. and it's achievable um and um i feel like that i've been in a position where folks can say you know what let me sit down and talk to jay about this like i got yeah. this idea um and being able to help do that is a uh, game changer i think
0: yeah You've been such a good ear for people because they see you out doing it. They see that you're approachable. And um, I know you help teach classes and all kinds of stuff. I think a lot of us are all trying to do our part of, like, serve here and there and give back before all of us have made it. It's like I feel like that's somehow knitted us together in some some way. I'm not sure how, but... but.
1: Yeah, I think that um, for me, it's always been more valuable um, to have that connection with someone that's in the midst of their journey. Versus someone that's already have done it. It's just like, it's more like a, let me tell you how to do this type thing. Versus like, hey, I'm learning right with you. Like, this is what has worked for me. But here are some things I've seen work for other people. And like, you know what I'm saying? You have to find your path. But um, I'm more than willing to share what my journey has been. And hopefully that helps you in some type of way. Um, And so like having that approach um, while you're still building. um, And folks can be a part of it and all that kind of stuff. And even when they do things and they let you know and you show up, it's like... Hey, you actually showed up, you know. Um, So I think...
0: um... I think people are afraid sometimes to say that they don't know it all. Absolutely. Don't you find that? I find sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know, I haven't figured that out yet. And people
1: are like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, well, it's my truth. Like, I don't. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that's definitely something that I haven't been afraid to say. Like, uh, yeah. I'm more than willing to be like, hey, I'm still figuring this thing yeah. out. I, I don't have all the answers. Um, and it's, it's almost a catch-22 sometimes because I think uh, what we've been able to build at this point in the brand that we have, um, I think a lot of people assume that we already have everything. Like, oh, you got it all figured yeah. out. Like, like, no, no, we still need X, Y, and Z. We still need most. support. Yeah. Um, um, so it's like, you know, um, uh, not being afraid to admit that, you know, that you need support or help. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I think a lot of the programs that I've been through, like the Build Institute, uh, did retail, uh, uh, retail boot camp with Tech Town, um. Uh, I, I, I pretty much I feel like I'm programmed out at this point <laughs> <All right. laughs> but um, but it, there have been important uh, important opportunities for me to sit back and look at you know what I'm building um, but also to build relationships with other folks that are also in the building process um, and then we come out that programmer class like a family um, yeah, and, and we the, all support and each and other colleagues
0: but. that studied that together mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: well that's a good I feel like this is a good place to kind of end it for now um, Let's give the listeners your social media and a website again, and any hashtags that you're using right now.
1: <laughs> yep. So you can find us at uh, social, social sushi Um We're on social media: uh, Facebook is Social Sushi Detroit, uh, Instagram at Social Sushi, um, Twitter is uh, Social Sushi D E T, um, and the hashtags that we like to use is our hashtag Detroit Sushi Brand. Um, Um, and often sometimes you'll catch us using hashtag feed your face because we just like to uh, bring people together and feed their faces so uh, yeah we love it (laughs) (laughs) jay you're the best
0: thank you jay he's so inspiring i want to draw your attention to the fact that they have a huge social media following and a client base and they are just now opening their own location don't ever let anyone tell you something can't be done Like, never, ever, ever. What do you want to do that others say can't be done? Let us know and keep us in the loop here at the Bonfires of Social Enterprise. Okay, I'm all fired up. i got to settle down. (laughs) Once again, Assemble Sound provided us with a great Detroit artist and song. Here is the song title, Hey Now, by Capelli and Tim. Talk to you next time.
2: Put the pedal to the metal bro Runner, rubber never settle for Dead way I had to let it go You don't try it and you never know I never doubted I would get mine On my punch clock till I hit the big time Anybody got the gall to try to talk down Nigga polish this wood with the spit shine oh, Never hate it, it's a thin line I still walk around feeling like the man Ain't nobody got to give me nothing Number we'll one go get it with my own two hands Hit the first shot don't do it Then I'm right back at it with a whole new plan I'm tryna come up on a couple hundred grand and make in a new land for the fam on the stand. Hey now, the world's your playground. Believe that you can do something. You'll never win unless you lose something. Never pay no mind, no allow motherfucker tryna tell me what I can't do. Be the same type, looking like a mime on the sideline, mad that my drink ain't troll. They weren't there for the hard work, late night scribbling this hard work Never had a clue how my heart hurt When I thought I wouldn't get a fair shot, but I couldn't let it go Never did I bail out I keep moving, uh, I'm dream cruising See him all looking like, how does he do it? Window when the future, peep through it Nobody figured he'd win, but he knew it Never caught in the pack with these cool kids Wouldn't follow the crowd, cause that's stupid So ahead of the class to graduate Mad man after the math, that's stupid. Better do it like you mean it Planting my seeds till I meet it See, I'm winning, never defeated Say it with your chance so make or to make a data, Believe it, ayy, make a data, believe it Ayy, make a data, believe it Hold, hold up, help, hold, hold up Say it with your chance so make or to make a data, believe it hey now, And what you gon' do go get it? Only got one life, go live it. Only got one life, go live it, say. And what you gon' do go get it? And What you gon' do go get it? Only got one life, go live it. Only got one life, go live it, say. They say you can't tell me shit. Never thought I would rock like this. They say you can't tell me shit. Never thought I would rock like this, say. They say you can't tell me shit. Never thought I would rock like this. They say you can't tell me shit. Never thought of a right, like, wait right, 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 right. Can you feel that? Every day time keep ticking, like Another opportunity, slipping like. light you ain't on your job, you tripping trippin' right Can you feel that? Every day time keep ticking, like Another opportunity, slip a you ain't on your job, you ain't livin' right. 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 right right, The world's your Believe that you can do something